Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now. and getting ready for Augusta. Oh, we got a PGA Championship. We've yeah. got that's going to be early this year. You of yeah. course got the Players Championship before Augusta. So there's going to be a lot to get to. But that's a show for 2019. Yeah. As we after we come back off holiday break and we'll get into the schedule and and the expectations and excitement for 2019. In the meantime, though, while we were gone, uh, there's been a few things that have happened, including uh, the match uh-huh. uh, that took place. So we've had yet to have a chance to really sound off on on how the match went. Also this week, you have uh, the old shark shootout which is now the something shootout and uh you got the guys that are teaming QBE up QBE shootout uh yeah the Qbert shootout Qbert <clears throat> number Qbert <laughs> I'm not sure why that QBE made me think of killed Qbert but uh, anyway uh you've got the shootout going on and uh Tony Fina playing with Lexi Thompson they're just a couple shots off the lead speaking of Tony we're going to talk to his coach Boyd Summerhays coming up here really good conversation so stay tuned we got all that straight ahead hour number one of the show just getting started hey what does it take to be the number one irons in golf well if you ask the engineers at Callaway they'll tell you one thing innovation and they would know because Callaway's face cup technology has made them the number one irons in golf the face cup technology that makes their irons tremendously powerful actually came from their fairway woods and hybrids, which incidentally, those fairway woods and hybrids continue to outperform the competition. Face cups dramatically increase ball speed across the face, and the second Callaway started engineering irons with face cups, everything changed. Golfers started seeing tremendous gains in distance and forgiveness, and of course, the engineers at Callaway keep on innovating. Steelhead, Big Bertha, and Apex irons are all powered by Callaway's game-changing face cup technology, and they've all made Callaway the number one irons in golf. To learn more about the technology behind the number one irons in golf, go to CallawayGolf.com. Callaway, the number one irons in golf. Golf course superintendents are the unsung heroes of our great game. Due to the game's efforts, we now have turf that needs less water, courses that are more sustainable, with many now offering natural wildlife habitats. From the days of old Tom Morris, golf course superintendents have given golfers a reason to love this great game. But don't take my word for it. Jack Nicholas agrees. 
If you love golf like I do, thank a golf course superintendent. A message from the Golf Course Superintendents Association of America and local superintendents everywhere. What happens when our most epic driver technology goes rogue? You set the new bar in speed. Then you set it in forgiveness. This is the new jailbreak. It's our fastest driver technology. And now it's in our most forgiving head. That's how you get the most powerful jailbreak effect ever. The new Rogue Driver from Callaway. The number one driver in golf. So you've thought about LASIK surgery, but you're hesitant. I get it. It's your eyes, and while it's a hassle to deal with contacts and glasses, the thought of a laser in your eye sounds painful and scary. Well, let me tell you, I had the same feelings until I went to Hoops Vision for my free evaluation. I was super impressed with the time they spent, and they put all my concerns to rest. I left excited and confident knowing that I was in the best hands with the latest technology. The day of the surgery was easy. No pain, comfortable massage chairs, and warm chocolate chip cookies to help me relax. And then the miracle. Within a few minutes, I could see. It's an amazing feeling, and now I can see where my golf ball goes, and I enjoy wearing sunglasses and not dealing with contacts that dry up out in the sun and the wind. It's why major champions like Mike Weir chose Hoops Vision. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with new techniques such as smile and camera, there are more options than ever before. Visit HoopsVision.com today and schedule your free consultation. Mention Real Golf Radio, and you could save $1,000 off your procedure. More choices, more experience, better vision at Hoops Vision. Now back to Real Golf Radio with Brian and Bob. Hey, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks for joining us. The show, as always, brought to you by Callaway Golf, the number one driver in golf. We're seeing some pictures of the new Epic Flash. Anxious to hear more about that as the uh, weeks uh, continue here. and We roll into 2019. Always fun to check out new product, new gear this time of year as well. But in the meantime, don't forget to check out their holiday gift guide available online at callawaygolf.com slash gift guide available there uh, online. It's not too late. Still order. Have it shipped directly to you and put it right under the tree. There you go. Uh, so thanks for joining us. Uh, once again, the website's realgolfradio.com. Twitter handle, at realgolf. Uh, let us know what you think. Uh, at uh, realgolfbt is where you can find me, at golfingcasper. Is that right? At golfingcasper? Mm-hmm. I was thinking BC, but that was a different one. At golfingcasper. Yep. That's where you can find Bob individually as well. So, um, all right, good stuff. Before we get into everything else that's going on, let's let's go back a couple of weeks and, and comment on the match because there was a lot built up for this. And you and I, like I said, we've been out, so haven't had an opportunity to do, to do some uh, live commentary on this. Uh, first of all, there I was I didn't get to see the match live at the time. I went mm-hmm. back and had it recorded on my dish, which it worked fine. I, I know there was a lot of uh, issues about some people weren't able to access it and whatnot, and it turned out to be free for some people online, and so then they were refunding people's money. I, I, that was a kind of a cluster in and of itself. But as far as the dish went, I went ahead and purchased it ahead of time, and it was ready for me to watch when I got back, and, and I watched it. And i got to be honest, after reading all the comments, not seeing the match live, but following it on Twitter and whatnot and what people were saying about it as they watched it, I really expected – I guess my expectations were super low. Yeah. And I actually kind of enjoyed it. I actually – I thought that the the common, uh, the, the chatter between the two players was, was, in, was intriguing. 
I thought the buildup was was pretty good in the beginning. I, I like Ernie Johnson out there. Uh-huh. Um, if you were to ask me, I'd take Ernie Johnson, you know, over um, the Fox commentators. I like I like Ernie Johnson. And yeah, uh, I, th- I think he's more settled in than the fo- Fox commentators. Basically, the fo- Fox commentators are guns for hire in a limited amount of events and one marquee event every year, basically. Well, Ernie's not doing much golf, if any. He's uh, doing it. He's doing it, you know, for the majors and 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 stuff like that with uh, TNT. Yes, yeah, he slips in there. I think PGA Championship, he gets a little coverage and things yeah. like that. So, but uh, yeah, I, I thought it was I thought it was intriguing. I, 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 it was definitely one of those situations that was a, a, a work in progress mm-hmm. and there wasn't much history to work off of as far as how it was what was going to best practices so to speak and so you could tell they were figuring things out in the beginning and I thought what they missed on was they were unsure of when to commentate and when to let the guys talk right and they ended up talking over themselves a, f- a few times but that's mm-hmm. I mean how do you know it's not scripted right but I I was fascinated to listen to what the guys were saying, even if some of it was a bit canned. And but there were times when you you heard a few things and the I, communication back and forth, like between caddy and player and that yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, and even between the players as they walked a little bit. I think right. that's one of the biggest questions when you see a couple of players and they are walked off the first tee, for instance, and you know teeing off in a major or, or even just a regular tour event, maybe in a final round, they walk off and and you see them and they're walking together. It happens a lot, right? The, yeah. The two players actually yeah. walk off together. Yeah. And they're kind of having a back and forth. It happens more so in the first couple rounds than it does right. maybe the last round, but still, uh, I always wonder what they're talking about, right? Mm-hmm. So to me, I thought that was intriguing, and I think my biggest takeaway from this is we got to have more. More mic'd up communication chatter for these players. Yeah, I like it. Because the difference is, you'd like to know what are they saying out there, like on the football field. What what are they saying in the huddle? What are the linemen saying back and forth to each other and hollering out and things like that? You'd be kind of interested in that, but you're never going to have that scenario. No. So it's not like you're going to say you're okay, not in the middle of everything. You're, you're not. No. You're not going to be on an offensive or defensive line. Right. You're not going to. It's not going to happen. Right. But you are going to be out there walking with your buddies or the guys at the club, and you're going to be playing and going back and forth. And how do the guys on tour, what are they doing to needle one another? And, and what what kind of things do they think is interesting? Or where do they kind of press a little bit? Or how do they approach this particular shot? Or, you know, and for instance, one of the things that stood out to me was Tiger and his caddy were talking about the next tee shot while Phil was still lining up his putt on, the, on that hole. So Tiger was already done with the hole. Right. They were standing off to the side. And I wondered if they were talking about, I wonder if Phil's going to make this, or what do you think Phil's putt's going to do? No, they could care less. They were talking about this next hole. They're saying, exactly. what was it, 280 corner? Yeah. So you think, and, and they're talking quietly amongst themselves, preparing for the next hole. And I thought, there you go. That's the kind of thing we all yeah. need to be doing a little better yeah. job of to keep play sped up. So anyway, I the know I just The book was shut on the hole. In, in other words, in their minds, already the book was shut on the hole prior. Yeah. No matter what Phil did, the book's already shut. Now we're moving forward. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. So that that's one of the things. Anyway, for for all of that, all of the negativity that I was reading on Twitter, I actually thought it was fairly entertaining. Yeah. What what did you think? Uh, I liked it. Um, I I thought it was a little slow. Yeah. Um. You know, I would I would, it, It's hard to it's hard to do something on this magnitude with Tiger and Phil playing a match together and seeing seeing 
them not or the course not set up to where they could make a lot of birdies and have a lot of excitement. And they could have done that. They could have done that very easily. The course was set up a little more difficult. Um, and I think that's what people wanted to see. They wanted to see these guys sparring back and forth and, and, and punching back and forth, basically making birdies, making eagles, that kind of thing, and making this, this match exciting. I think they could have done that. Um, but, you know, lots of pars, lots of uh, some pars winning holes. You know, that that's stuff you see in, in, in match play when you play in the Ryder Cup and that kind of thing. But you also see a lot of you see a lot of birdies. And I think that for me, that was the biggest part watching and the expectation of seeing that happen. And it not happen is what made it kind of a snoozer for me a little hmm. bit. All right, and that, you got a good point there. No, no doubt about it. There wasn't. Uh... There weren't a lot of haymakers. I mean, a lot of missed putts early. Oh, yeah. You know, and look, the first and hole late. was super intriguing. And late. Sure. The first hole was super intriguing. Phil had the pre-bet of $200,000. He makes yep. birdie. Yep. And he had a good shot in there and just, you know, he overread it. I mean, Peter Jacobson and Darren Clark, of course, you know, we don't hear much from Darren Clark, but he was loving sitting there on the side going, oh, yeah, that was way too. Well, yeah, sure. It's easy, <laughs> isn't it, Darren, when you're sitting in the booth than when you're actually lining up and sure. hitting the putt. But anyway, um he had an opportunity. He doesn't. That was one of my favorite moments. Actually, was he missed that putt? Phil, ah, oh, I can't believe it. Uh, you know, and Tiger just sitting back there with his arms folded, with that little smirk yeah. on his face, yep. chuckling like I, I knew it would make birdie. And Darren, I thought Darren was good. I like Darren um, simply because he's a guy that kind of has a witty sense of humor and that kind of thing. Good, he'd been good friends with Tiger, and to, it was. Uh, I like some of his comments and some of his insights into everything. I, I I was okay with him. I I thought Pat Perez has potential. <clears throat> yeah, you know, in that side well, group. He, yeah, he's the guy. He's kind of the edgy guy. Got to have have him on the on the deal. You and, know. And the, you you talk about being slow. Yeah, from the golf was a little slow. And I get it. Everyone was capping on the fact that you were here, hearing him breathe. But yeah. I mean, come on. You got Phil a microphone right there. when he's walking. Yeah, but it's, you're walking. I yeah. mean, the guy's almost 50 years old. So give him a break, right? He can. <laughs> I bet he can outwalk all of you that are get talking smack. Well, and, and then maybe that's that's part of the premise. This is this is some uh, this is something that should have been done 10 years ago, 15 years ago, 20 years ago. Ideally, sure. Yeah. You know, these guys were. Guys are a little bit further on, but I would I would argue. But it was good. I would argue that yeah. if you had, let's say, Jordan Spieth and Patrick Reed going at it, mm-hmm. who's tuning in to watch those guys right now? They're in their prime. Yeah, I, I don't think in to watch Jordan and Patrick right now, especially more, more with so the buildup of Phil? especially with the buildup of things from the Ryder Cup. More yeah, so than I, Tiger and Phil. I'm not saying more so. I don't. Think, I would tune in to watch it. Sure, but. Not more so than Tiger and Phil. Maybe is it? Maybe you add an undercard on there, but I, I yeah. I, I mean, these guys are the two biggest names in the game. Tiger specifically. Yes. You get him involved in anything. Yep. And that's going to be massive. So, uh, anyway, interesting stuff. We'll continue talking more about the match when we return. We got to take a short break. When we return, Boyd Summerhays is Tony Finau's coach, good friend of ours. We had a chance to visit with him and catch up on how the year's gone. Tony's up to number nine in the world. Yep. Um, he just continues to play well. Runner up at Tiger's event. We'll talk about that next uh, for the next couple of segments. Boyd Summerhays joins us. Stay tuned. You're listening to. Real Golf Radio. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right. 
Call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you. Thanks for joining us. It's fun to get to this time of year where you can look back and, um, you know, talk about the year and, and some of the big stories and all that went into it, and uh, look forward to what's going to happen in 2019. We'll be doing more of that coming up in January, but uh, in the meantime, as we continue to look back, a guy that's been in the middle of a lot of that big stories, and especially in the major championships and the Ryder Cup and his uh, star student, Tony Finau, uh, it's his coach, Boyd Summerhays, who's kind enough to join us once again here on the show. Boyd, good morning. How are you? 
Hey, good morning. How are you guys doing? Man, it's good to good to visit with you. And, you know, last time we talked, it was at Tony's Foundation event. He was just yep. about ready to head off to the Ryder Cup and a lot of excitement and enthusiasm. And we talked about climbing up the world rankings. I think Tony was 13th or 14th at that point in time. And then now he is inside the top 10 and uh, checking in at number nine and uh, just getting started. Right. Um, but uh, how, how exciting and thrilling was this year? Yeah, it was an incredible year. You know, Tony's done a great job ever since uh, we met up on the web. He's just gotten better each year. You know, it's hard to do. Once you get where you're on the PGA Tour, just to get a little bit better gets harder each year you get better because there's less area to improve. But, you know, we found ways to, to look at parts of these game that can still slightly improve. Obviously, I think with each year that passes, he gains more confidence in himself as well. So, I think his skill sets are getting stronger each year, but his confidence and comfort and belief is getting stronger every year, too. Well, and that's what I was going to allude to uh, with this question, is that it seems as, you know, he's 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 gone through the step-by-step process of maturing in the game, and especially he's maturing on the PGA Tour, and now it seems like he's getting big tournaments, he's playing against the top players, which, he, of course, he is one of them, one of the top ten in the world, and he feels... At, at each step, he feels more comfortable, more comfortable, more comfortable, and competes with these guys week in and week week out and plays phenomenal golf. Yeah, I think what happens is, you know, results is what builds your confidence. You know, you can you can tell someone they're great or they have potential, but honestly, you know, it, you have to see results. And I think the bigger the stage he's been in, he's continued to perform great with, you know, going to the Ryder Cup and doing so well, that's the biggest stage I've yep. ever experienced in golf. You know, there's just nothing like it. You know, I think every golfer, you know, can handle, for the most part, playing for themselves. I mean, that that in and of itself is a ton of pressure. But when you play for your country and you're playing for 11 other teammates and captains, um, it's a whole different level of uh, expectation and pressure. And sometimes people just can't handle it. And he went there and performed so well on what I would consider the biggest stage that 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 honestly propelled his confidence even, you know, even further. And um, I look for huge things uh, this year. And obviously it helped, you know, he fed right into, you know, World Golf China and won there and almost won again in the Bahamas. And now he's in the top 10 where, you know, he has a chance when he goes on his run of winning some tournaments and he's going to be able to buy for that top spot pretty soon. It's interesting, isn't it, Boyd, that, once you get to this point that it just it, it's I don't want to say it gets easier, but it does in a lot of ways, because even just take the Bahamas, for instance, it's an invitation event, but there's world ranking points that are there. You got fewer uh, in the field to, to beat and you go out and play well and finish runner up. And, you know, you, you vault yourself up uh, the leaderboard and what, or the, the world rankings and and the standings and the money list, all the stuff that goes along with it. Right. I mean, your status continues to increase. And he, otherwise, if he hadn't put himself into position by playing well throughout the year, he would have even been able to be in that event so it almost is one of those it's 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 like a, a jet stream almost and once you're in it man it just keeps going doesn't it yeah, i mean you have to play good once you get that opportunity but there's no doubt like i think most players you know they they really strive to get in that top 50 where they get in all the majors and get in most of the world golf events because then it really gives them a chance if they do something in those events that they can keep climbing the ladder and, um, you know, there's no doubt that when you're able to play against the highest-ranked players, that it does allow you, when you have success against them, that it does help your world ranking for sure. So um, I, I would say that Tony hasn't done a lot to try 
you know, obviously our goal is to get to the number one spot, but there's a lot of uh, logistics that go into the rankings that are really complicated, like the uh, the divisor, how many events players are playing. You know, he probably plays in so many events that it almost hurts his ranking. You know, I think his power ranking is like sixth, you know, some, some rankings that I've seen out there. But, you know, a lot of the top players in the world have a little bit of a reduced schedule that also helps their ranking. And I think he will just based on the better that he has played, the more commands he has. And the more it takes out of you, you know, he contends in almost every event. So it takes a little bit more out of you in those events. So I look for him to continue to kind of downsize his schedule just in an event or two here and there. And that will continue to help his, you know, chance of getting to world number one as well. Yeah. So um, consistently, how many tournaments has he played per year? And how many do you think he will scale down to you to a little bit? Yeah, I mean, I think he tried to play, you know, he has played two or three less each year since his rookie year. So he got to about 27, I believe, with the tour championship this year um, in the in the calendar, in, in the season, right? But his calendar year is a little bit more than that. You know, he is young and in great shape, so he does enjoy playing. He is a player. He, he does. He is going to play more than some guys. Um, but, you know, from his rookie year, he's, he's certainly reduced his schedule, I think, when you're when you have a lot of confidence in yourself, you look at most courses and you think, oh, I can win on that course. I don't want to sit this event out. Yeah. I can win on that course. But when you really look at it, you start to realize, hey, there are certain courses that clearly give you an, give you an advantage. There's clearly tournaments that you should be rested for and prepared for. So I, I think each year he's reduced his schedule a little bit, nice in a, in a good way, and and I think it's paid off. Boyd Summerhays joining us right here on Real Golf Radio. Of course, uh, the swing coach. For Tony Finau, so a lot of uh, Tony's fans will be looking at him to uh, finally pick up a, a W, uh, be the second official one on the PGA Tour. But um, you know, picking one up in the regular season, not an opposite uh, field. I think everyone's anxious for him to do that, and I know Tony's just as uh, anxious to pick up a major uh, as he is a regular tour event. But you know, you keep putting yourself there, you know, time and time again. It almost seems like it's just law of averages, if you will, and it's a matter of breaking through. What's your what kind of discussions do you have amongst yourselves when you when you talk about just sort of the the breakthrough or breaking through to to that W? Yeah, I mean, I think obviously it's just hard to win on the PGA Tour. You know, you take a guy like Ricky Fowler, one of the best players in the world, one of the most popular players in the world. Um, you know, he hasn't won a ton on the tour. It's very difficult to win on the tour. Um, but I will say that there's a difference between him. You know, some people can look at it one way and say, oh, he hasn't broken through. Well, you know, Xander Shoffley, he's, he's 11th ranked in the world. You know, Tony beat Justin Rose. Most people think in China he probably needed to beat Justin to win, right? Justin was number one player in the world or number two. He beat him head-to-head in the final round. But Xander played brilliantly that last day, made an amazing birdie on 17, amazing you know birdie on 18 in regulation, another birdie in a playoff. Tony got beat. He didn't lose. He got beat. Yeah. And John Rahm, he didn't miss a shot on Sunday. There's not much you can do when that happens. You know, I think it doesn't uh, – Looking at it from a coach's perspective, and I would hope, and I do know that is from Tony's perspective, we're worried about how he feels in those situations. Does he feel confident? Does he feel comfortable? And is he performing well on Sunday? And he is. He's doing both those things. He feels comfortable. He feels confident. And he is performing well. You know, he shot three under with the lead in the Bahamas. Yep. And John Rahm shot 65 with the lead. So Tony would have to shoot 64 with a lead going into the final round, which Usually you don't have to do that to win on the PGA Tour. So, 
you know, I, I like what you guys say. You keep putting yourself there, eventually it'll happen. But I think one thing that, you know, I, I don't think he'll make the mistake of is pressing. He's just, we're going to just keep on getting better and he'll win when he wins. You yeah. know, there, and there's no doubt about that. I think it's obvious that the next, they always say the second win that you have on the tour is probably the hardest. It's a little bit what people say validates. I don't, I think he's beyond validating. Mm. You know, he's been to two tour championships. He is in the top 10. He played great in the Ryder Cup. He's proven, and he's played great in the majors. I don't think he feels the pressure to validate. I think that's, you know, I think just in, gen, in general, people really like him, they support him, and they know he's very capable with several events. And, um, you know, that that will happen, and it will propel himself to keep winning and winning. So I, I like where he's at. He's ninth in the world without a win in the last two years. And uh, it's a really great position to be in where he's playing great. He's put himself in great positions, and... When he starts clipping off a few wins, he'll have a chance to become the best player in the world. Ah, really lofty goals, goals for Tony and uh, Boyd Summerhays. Uh, that was the first part of our interview with Boyd. Um, when we come back, we'll uh, get into the second part of that one. Uh, Bob asks uh, about, you know, what's it like traveling? The what kind posse. of team? Yeah. Some of the more details about life on tour with uh, Boyd Summerhays coming up next as we continue here on Real Golf Radio. Last year, Callaway's transformative jailbreak technology created an epic shift in ball speed and performance. In fact, it made them the number one driver in golf. Now it's the fairway wood's turn. That's right, the new Rogue Fairway is the world's first fairway wood with jailbreak technology. Let me say that again. Callaway has put jailbreak bars into a fairway wood. We're talking about game-changing ball speed here. And, of course, every Rogue Fairway comes equipped with Callaway's legendary 360 face cups. When you put these two things together, which is crazy when you think about it, you get the most powerful fairway wood Callaway has ever created. You'll immediately see a difference in distance and ball speed. But stay humble and let your buddies ask, how the heck did you get there in two? Did you just outdrive me with a three wood? And you could just nod and say, yep, I went rogue. Get the details on the new rogue fairway at CallawayGolf.com. It's time to go rogue with Callaway, the number one fairway woods in golf. At the first tee, oh, oops. it's the little things in life we pick up. Hey, thank you. That make for a successful future. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks. Oh, you dropped this. Because little things can carry a big impact Sorry. both on and off the course. Hey, thanks. To learn more, visit thefirsttee.org. Callaway Golf has been the fastest growing golf ball brand since 2013, and the ChromeSoft golf ball has been a major part of that. ChromeSoft is extremely fast, incredibly soft, and unbelievably easy to control, which is why Phil Mickelson, Patrick Reed, and Jim Furyk have changed to ChromeSoft. You have to be willing to change to get better. ChromeSoft and the new ChromeSoft X are in stores now. See what they can do at CallawayGolf.com. ChromeSoft. It's the ball that changed the ball. Your hands. With the grip, they form the connection between you and your club. In a game where feel is so important to playing your very best, great shots begin with a great grip. 
For every golfer who wants to play better, there's a Lampkin grip. The difference between tour pros and regular golfers is, well, pretty much everything. But when it comes to putting, the best players in the world generate top spin at impact. Most of us do not. The new O-Works Micro Hinge Insert from Odyssey dramatically generates top spin at impact regardless of the putting stroke. Top spin is what gets the ball rolling on its intended line. The Micro Hinge Insert is a new way to roll. The new O-Works Micro Hinge Insert from Odyssey is in stores now. Go to odysseygolf.com to learn more. You're listening to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper, talking golf since Jordan Spieth was in first grade. You started it. That's real golf radio. All right, welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian and Bob with you. This segment brought to you by Odyssey Golf, the number one putter in golf and a great gift for the holiday season. Check out odysseygolf.com. All right, we uh, left off with talking to Boyd Summerhays uh, about uh, Tony and their uh, pursuit to be the best player in the world, up to number nine so far, and just uh, really no end in sight as they continue to get better and better. And uh, Boyd Summerhays, of course, uh, the coach for Tony Fino. And uh, Bob asked the next question. He wanted to know what the, the traveling squad is like. What's the team like that's traveling with Tony week in and week out there on the PGA Tour? Yeah, his group's small. You know, he's got an agent, and uh, he's got his physical, you know, trainer out on the road, Dr. Stuart Love, who does a great job, trains a lot of the top guys out there. He's got myself, and he's got his caddy. That's how big his crew is, you know? Um, You know, I oversee all his golf stuff, whether it's from the mental game to, you know, all aspects of the game, putting, chipping, you know, whatever, just all golf, you know, that's my my job or places where I'm going to be looking at and, and he has his manager, Chris Armstrong, with Wasserman, um, who manages, you know, kind of his play and his opportunities that he has now that he's been playing so well, trying to maximize those. Uh, and then his, you know, wingman, Greg Bodine, there on the bag, who, uh, you know, is his guy out on the course that, you know, can influence decisions or, you know, help him out there. And then I, I think that Tony's has a great support group as far as family and people yeah. that care about him. You know, he has a big fan base. And and his family, his wife's an awesome tour wife. You know, there's a better word of saying she's a great tour wife, very supportive. You know, when he's on on the road and she's not there, she's back with the kids. You know, doing a great job. And honestly, she handles it so well. I know that Tony feels better knowing that his kids are in great care. And then when they come out, you know, he loves having them. But he also has just so much. So I would say a lot of support in the golf world. A lot more people know him outside the golf world because of what happened at the Masters. He drew some fans that weren't even golfers. He's got his Utah base. He has his faith base. And then he has fans that he's picked up just along the way because of how genuinely good of a guy he is. And he connects with a lot of people with his story. I think a lot of people are caring for him and pulling for him. So I, I would say between you know myself, his manager, his doctor, his caddy, his family, and then his fans, I mean, he's got a good support group, so... But as far as traveling out there, he's got a small, he's got a small crew. Well, which works best. Yeah, that does work best, and and it's no surprise that his fan base continues to grow. I mean, he's, he does such great things, and he's just so genuine out there. If you ever get a chance to 
to meet him or watch him or just kind of see how he handles himself it's it's impressive how about you boyd are you having i mean this was a a, a path that you had uh, you know pursued you know to be the tony you know and uh, and now here you are his coach and helping him out how fulfilling is this for you how excited how much fun are you having out there yeah i mean me and me and tony you know communicate back and forth after certain milestones or goals that we've reached and and always you know i think you know, I, I try to express how I feel, you know, and, and he does as well. I mean, we're in a cool situation where <clears throat> we both came up together, for lack of a better word. Like I said, I, you know, I, I was a good player when I was young, did some cool things, and kind of had aspirations to, to be a great, great player, you know, and uh, that didn't work out. And as I kind of, you know, reinvented myself and, and went into coaching, um, you know, I was in a great frame of mind as far as I was done playing. I, I realized, you know, my mistakes. I'd learned from them and was teaching. And, and then came along Tony, and, you know, we've had a lot of success together. And I think um, our personalities are so similar. The way we look at things are so similar um, that not only have we had a great time with just the golf stuff and the stuff we've been able to accomplish together, but just even on a personal level, it's been one heck of a ride. And honestly, one of the – I mean, one of the thrills of my life as far as being able to be around someone that has is doing some special stuff but is a special person and it makes it really rewarding. So there's no doubt about it. It's been one heck of a ride these last almost five years. So it's been pretty cool. And along with that, you're able to uh, pass that on to the next generation. You know, uh, young players, uh, great player in, in your son and your daughter that play the game and, and the success that they're yeah. having and, and also golf schools that you do for youth. Yeah, I mean, I, I've, I've loved the teaching part. You know, I obviously, you know, I, I had, you know, aspirations to, to accomplish some great things as a golfer, but it, I wouldn't be the coach I am today if it wasn't for the playing background I have. There's no doubt that Tony wouldn't have come to see me if he knew at one point I wasn't a very good player. He liked the fact that I was a player and that because um, he'd been to other instructors that were more, you know, top-name instructors, but didn't have a playing base. And, and so I'm grateful that I was a good player in a sense that he would have never come to me if not. And then I made, you know, make some, I did some right things too, to be a good player. And I made a lot of mistakes and I, I learned from those and evaluated those. And when it came to coaching, I was like, okay, let's take the, the things that were good that I did and let's learn from the things I didn't do good and, and try to help the players that I work with as much as I can. And it's been really, really fun. I love teaching and love coaching and, you know, it's really fun to see um, you know your players have success, and even just the even just the pursuit of of accomplishing the goals has been been something I've really gotten a kick out of and, and love. So, yeah, I definitely feel fulfilled in the game, and and um, you know, coaching Tony has been amazing. Coaching my kids has been amazing, and and other players. But I genuinely just love what I do, so I, I feel I feel fortunate for sure. So I got to give you a bad time. I did on Twitter, and I don't know if you responded. I, I have to check it out. But you're you're videoing. You're actually videoing your daughter in competition at uh, where were we in La Costa, right? And yeah. she mm-hmm. she gets her first ace, and you're just like, hey, that's a pretty good shot. Go in the hole. Hey, way to go, Gracie. That was awesome, man. Wait, wow, nice shot. And I'm like. <laughs> What are the odds? What are the odds that you're actually videoing it and your own daughter gets her first ace in competition and you're not like the phone's not like in the sky and you're running around and doing summers? I was like, wow, that's that's impressive. Yeah, well, yeah a, a couple of people made that comment. You know, I kind of 
I'm filming her, and I know my daughter really well. Usually when her ball is like just a couple feet off line, she kind of nods her head, kind of like tilts her head to the side or kicks her leg. Like she's trying to like talk to the ball with her body. So she hits this shot and it comes off and I say immediately, oh, that's right at it. You know, and then it lands. I said, just get in the hole. And I was saying it pretty calm, right? And then when it went in, she didn't react like crazy either, which is kind of cool. She was excited, but nothing crazy. And, uh, you know, as a player, I wasn't somebody that got super excited either though you know i wasn't i wasn't like that i never really let my emotions get crazy high or crazy low when it went in i was really excited for her but you know it would be different though think if that hole was a hole one was to win or something like that i think it would be different you know but (laughs) it was cool that she made it and it looked like it was her 10th hole one it was her first so yeah both our reactions were probably a little bit less um Almost like it wasn't even real. If you couldn't actually see the ball go in the hole, I bet people think, ah, that didn't even go in the hole because the way they reacted, right? We were both pretty calm. But I thought that was cool that she kind of just had a smile. She was pumped for, you know, she was definitely excited. But, um, yeah, neither one of us reacted like crazy. So I wouldn't say we were expecting it to go in the hole, but it, it made it seem like that. But that was far from the case. We were both really excited. And it was a cool place for her to get a hole one, me being there, being able to film it. And it was such a great shot. You know, it was just right at the flag the whole time, went in like a putt, and ended up being the second low round of her tournament. She never played a four-day tournament. She's played a three-day tournament at Junior World, but this is a big tournament, a four-day event, and her hole-in-one meant something and put her in a good finish. And, and that was cool that her hole-in-one was in a tournament. So I was happy for her. Yeah. You guys are all going Walter Payton's touchdown celebration, you know, <laughs> hand the ball off, act like you've been there, go back, yeah. score another one, you know, like like you do this every day. Yeah, hole-in-one, no big deal. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> anyway, that was good. Brian, Brian would have been running up and down the fairway, oh chatting and hooshing and hollering and everything. Uh, yeah, I would have. I don't even know how to do a back uh, handspring, but I probably would have done it all the way to the green. But, anyway, yeah. uh, that's good stuff. That's so. awesome. Well, Boyd, we always appreciate you joining us, man. Uh, your guys out there uh, competing uh, with Lexi Thompson, playing a little shootout, and then I know he's got a month off and looking forward to that. And uh, I guess we'll see him out in uh, at Torrey Pines would be your first event, huh, of the new year. Yeah, that's where we're going to start up. So um, I'm excited. That's the course he plays really well on and had a chance to win a few years ago. So uh, it'll be a great place to uh, kick off the 2019 year for him and uh, just see what happens. There you go. That was Boyd Summerhays, uh, kind enough to spend a couple of minutes with us um, this week. I had a chance to visit with him and uh, get his thoughts. And it's always good to get some insights uh, from a guy that's out there. And, you know, after talking with him and uh, when the interview was done he's he said you know we basically in the last five years we haven't really gone more than two weeks without seeing each other right which is pretty you know pretty interesting he he travels out to several events but if not then um boyd uh, tony will head out to phoenix to work with boyd for a little bit or boyd will be here in utah working with uh, tony a little bit but um they always just kind of check in every couple of weeks and and boyd manages all of his stuff all this game, golf mental, stuff, yeah. yeah. You know, as he talked about, you know, yeah. as opposed to where other guys have three or four coaches for short game, mental, and and full swing and that type of thing. So my dad, <clears throat> when he was still alive, and uh, you know, a lot of uh, a lot of those young guys were saying, okay, I've got, you know, I've got my team, you know, and they've they're talking about their swing coach and their short game coach, and they're talking about their um somebody that handles all their travel and you, you got, you know, the guy that you're working, that's working you out and, and your sports psychologist and, you know, you got your team that they travel with every week. He said, my team was my wife, (laughs) you know, she did everything for me so I could concentrate on playing the game of golf. 
that's that's what my mom was. My mom was the team, and uh, and it's it's interesting to hear that that Tony has kind of reined it off. You know, he's got like like Boyd said, he's got a perfect tour wife that when he's out on tour and he's playing and stuff like that, he knows that his wife is home taking care of the kids and being a great mom and all that kind of thing and that he's got his family support around him and he does have his agent and he does have his guy that works him out and, and Boyd handles all the golf stuff. And, and it's a, it's a, it's a small group of Tony, which is cool. Yeah. I like that. I think that's, if you could have that small intimate group and have that sort of the circle of trust, if you will, that that has to allow you to, you know, play your best golf and be able to relax and not worry about things and, and that, that sort of thing. Um, I, I'm sure it's it's hard. I mean, even heard in the match, Tiger and and Phil both mentioning how hard it is to, you know, be away from the kids or having the kids being at college. I think Tiger made that comment. I can't believe your kids, you know, going to college and yeah. feels like it's hard, man. You miss them and they're gone and mm-hmm. and uh, so there, there's a there's a sense of, of guilt. I'm sure with a lot of these guys as they're gone and and away from their family and so to know that they're being well taken care of is a big that's a big deal. Absolutely. But, um, yeah, it's uh, you know when you hear. Um, and this is not new, but Boyd and, and Tony have both mentioned and talked that their goal is to be the number one player in the world. Yeah. And when they were, you know, in the seventies, you thought, okay, well, sure. It's, it's a, that's a nice thing to think about. And then they get in the top 50 and that's a bit something to celebrate because that opens a lot of doors for you. And then, you know, jumping into the top 25 and then the top 20. And now here yeah. he's cracking the top 10. I mean, how big is that to, to crack the top 10 in the world? I mean, there's there's some major incentives not only from your sponsors but you know for just the doors that open up and almost too many doors start opening up yeah. right and you have yeah. to you have to be careful about which ones you, you have choose. to pick and choose mm-hmm. yeah you have to qualify those um, the big thing for Tony was two years ago when he made that chip in on the last hole to get in the tour championship mm. that was the big thing because once you get in the tour championship you've got everything on your plate now. You've got war, you've got the WGCs, you've got the majors, all the majors. You know he gets into the Masters for the first time, all that kind of thing. And once he did that, like like we talked about early on in that interview, the confidence level, um, his game coming around to um, to where he's competing with the best players in the world week after week after week, makes him one of the best players in the world. And then now he he's cracking the top ten, and basically the world's your oyster. You have to keep doing the things that keep getting you in that position. Uh, and I don't see Tony being lackadaisical at all. A lot of people say, you know, well, you 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 look at he, he's a calm guy. You look at a guy that's not fiery or anything like that. And but we don't know what's inside the heart of Tony Finau, and I and he's a competitor. Oh no doubt He's a about huge it. competitor. So. He has goals and things he wants to accomplish, um, and he'll get there because he's a hard worker and and uh, and he's got the right the right group around him to help him get to that point. Yeah, don't so, let the nice guy you know uh, persona fool you. Right? Yeah, he'll be looking at you and smiling and taking you down with the other hand. Yeah. So. But at the same time, win or lose, uh, you know Tony's um, yeah. the same guy and yep. he's been able to maintain that to this yep. point in time and that's that's a lot of credit to his upbringing and and uh, things of those uh, mm-hmm. that nature but you know he's he's a good guy he's really um he's a great golfer yeah he hits it a long ways but it's so much more than that and i have no reason to to think otherwise that yeah. tony will continue to climb the ranks and, that's right and you know winning and winning big tournaments is what's next on the docket yeah. for tony fino 
Short break. More Real Golf Radio continuing next. Hey, travelers. Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right. Call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992. 800-223-0992. 800-223-0992. That's 800-223-0992. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks for joining us. Happy holidays to each one of you. Thanks for being with us uh, throughout the years. We wrap up year 19 of Real Golf Radio. Pretty hard to believe, Bob, that uh, 
It was uh, coming up on 20 years ago. 2019 will be our 20-year anniversary. We started the show back in 1999, and uh, you had just come back uh, from Augusta. Uh It was that April, and we started the show uh, a week or two later, and it was a a seasonal show for the first couple of years, and then when we began syndicating, became a a 50-week-a-year show, and and that's what we've been doing uh, ever since, and uh, it's it's been uh, quite a ride. I'm looking forward to seeing what year 20 brings. It'll be fun. And I have a feeling that year 20 of doing the show, year one was pretty incredible. If you'll remember, we had the, the miracle miracle at Brookline yeah. uh, for the Ryder Cup. Uh, we had David Toms that next year winning the PGA Championship mm-hmm. and joining us. Tom Lehman joined us right after the Ryder Cup. We had a Tiger was just, you know, in the height of his, I mean, that 2000 year was yeah. just unbelievable. And we had a full-time segment on Tiger uh, called the Woods Watch. Uh, keeping an eye on Tiger. <laughs> keeping an eye on Tiger. We had a little, cool little open yeah. and stuff around it, like the caddy open. Woods walk. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, you think about that, and now Tiger, here he is back and still playing in the match <laughs> that took place. And But, you know, you think about the expectations and, and uh, coming up for 20, you know, the 2019 Masters. Yeah. Of all the guys that were playing great coming into the 2018 Masters, you're likely going to have that plus more, plus Tiger looks to continue unless yeah. something crazy happens. You know, over the holidays or between now and then, you expect Tiger's going to be healthy and ready to compete at Augusta once again. Yeah, the interesting thing I I, I think about Tiger right now is we're used to being watching Tiger excel and stay there. You know what I mean? I think you're going to see a lot of ebbs and flows in Tiger's what Tiger does from now now on going forward, and and they're going to peak at certain times for the the biggest events. Well, he hopes they do. Stay tuned. Hour two next. For USA Radio News, I'm Wendy King. New legal papers show President Trump's one-time lawyer, Michael Cohen, was in touch with a Russian who offered what he called political synergy with the Trump election campaign. Prosecutors also say the president directed Cohen to make illegal campaign payments. They're recommending a long prison sentence for him due to his guilty pleas for tax evasion and paying off adult film star Stormy Daniels. Special counsel Robert Mueller says... He won't ask for any additional time for Cohen as he's been providing useful information into his Russia probe. Former Deputy Assistant Attorney General Robert Lynn. Mueller says basically if it was my case alone, this is what I would recommend. But it's not my case alone. You should give credit for his cooperation in my case by making the second sentences concurrent. You're listening to USA Radio News. This is a national health alert from the Healthcare Hotline. Are you on Medicare and or have private insurance and suffer from back pain? MD Topical has a solution for you. Today, you can qualify to receive a pain-relieving treatment, such as a comfortable back brace or a customized pain treatment at little or no cost. Call MD Topical toll-free now, 888-998-7225. It just takes a couple of minutes to qualify for these amazing treatments that have helped thousands of people with severe pain. Your personalized pain treatment will be delivered directly to your door. Call MD Topical toll-free, 888-998-7225, 888-998-7225, or go to mdtopical.com 
and get started on your road to a pain-free life. Call MD Topical toll-free, 888-998-7225, or go to mdtopical.com. The death of a Ventura County Sheriff last month was a result of friendly fire. USA's Rick Vincent reports. The sheriff's sergeant, who was one of 11 victims in a Southern California bar shooting last month, died from friendly fire. Ventura County Sheriff Bob Ayub says Sergeant Ron Helis was struck five times by gunman David Long, but he might have survived those. I'm deeply saddened to inform you that Sergeant Helis was also struck by a sixth bullet, which we now know through forensic analysis by the FBI's crime laboratory, was fired from the CHP officer's rifle. Tragically, that bullet struck vital organs and was fatal. Long took his own life. The National School Lunch Program will now allow some refined grains back onto their menus. The Department of Agriculture says the move gives flexibility to schools that are struggling to serve only whole grain rich foods. The agency is also giving schools more time to reduce sodium on the menus. Flavored and low fat milk will also be allowed in schools once again. You're listening to USA Radio News. Look, I know this isn't the first MyPillow spot you've heard. And if you don't have yours yet, what are you waiting for? MyPillow stays cool, keeps its shape all night long. You can toss it in your washer and dryer, and it's like new again. Made in the USA comes with a 10-year warranty and a great money-back guarantee. If you don't love your MyPillow, you have till March 1st to return it. How about that? Go to MyPillow.com, click on the buy one, get one free special. Use my code USA and get one free pillow when you buy one at regular price, plus shipping. That's MyPillow.com, click on the buy one, get one free special. Enter promo code USA. That's promo code USA. A comedian is turning down a chance to host the next Academy Awards show. With more, here's USA's Chris Barnes. Kevin Hart won't be the host of next year's Oscars after getting some criticism about some jokes he'd made years ago about gay people. He announced his decision not to host the Oscars on Twitter on Thursday night, writing, quote, I do not want to be a distraction on a night that should be celebrated by so many amazing artists. Hart also apologized to the LGBTQ community. He said he is evolving and wants to be able to continue to do so. The Oscars are set for February 24th. The Academy has not yet announced a replacement host. For USA Radio News, I'm Chris Barnes. The Center for Disease Control is reporting that more people have been hospitalized after consuming romaine lettuce. John Clemens reports. That number now stands at 52 cases across 15 states that include two people who are now suffering from kidney failure. No common grower, supplier, distributor, or brand of romaine lettuce has been identified, but the CDC has issued a warning not to eat or serve romaine lettuce from the central coastal growing regions of northern or central California. Those who come down with E. coli infection suffer from stomach cramps, bloody diarrhea, and with vomiting. I'm John Clemens. For USA Radio News, I'm Wendy King. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 
Call 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a TOCO plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call TOCO at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. The second nine, the finishing holes, the closing stretch. It starts now. Here's the back nine, our number two of Real Golf Radio. With the steady stripe it down the middle, make every putt because it's in your blood, Bob Casper, and that better lucky than good handled dragon flipper, Brian Taylor. Here's Brian and Bob. Hey, welcome in. It's hour number two, the back nine of Real Golf Radio. Thanks for joining us. Brian and Bob with you. Website's realgolfradio.com. Twitter handle at realgolf. Give us a follow and join the conversation there. We appreciate you being with us and uh, accessing the show. However, you check us out iHeartRadio, tune in, iTunes, the works. Uh, love uh, having you on board or one of our great affiliate radio stations as well. All right, uh, fun uh, this uh to have this hour, we will uh, look at uh, the news and notes from this uh, last couple of weeks and uh, the remainder of 2018. We'll also uh, look at uh, the event that's taken place this week, the QBE Shootout. Do you know this is the 30th year? Wow. The old Shark Shootout. Yep. So this is Norman's event, and it's gone through a few different sponsors, and it's now QBE. Yeah. It's a team competition. Play... Uh, Best ball and scramble and that kind of thing. Pat Gazire and, and Brian Harmon are leading at 13 under par. There were three teams that shot 59s yesterday playing in the scramble format, format of 13 under par. Gazire, Harmon, Mac, uh, McDowell, and Guerrillo, and Na and DeChambeau. And then uh, and then it went to 11 under par, which you have Liston held third, uh, Woodland and Hoffman, and also uh, Lexi Thompson playing with Tony Finau. So... Yeah, pretty cool. She's just the second uh, woman to play in this event, and this is the second year she's played in this event. Both with times Tony. played with Tony. Yeah. Yep, yep. So, uh, so the, the, what's the four? And then they go to uh, today modified alternate shot, uh-huh. and then uh, better ball on Sunday. Huh? Right, right. So uh, it'll be it'll be fun to watch and fun to see how this thing turns out. And it's a this is kind of almost one of the lone silly season events. Yeah, it really is, right? Yeah. I mean, you can kind of throw maybe the hero in there as a potential, as sort of a silly season. The the different reason it's not silly is because world ranking points. Exactly, exactly. A lot of people are wondering why that event gets the same world ranking points as some PGA Tour events get. Interesting, right? Yeah, with only 17 or 18 players. So you ever played Tiburon there at uh, the Ritz Carlton in Naples? Not. I have not. Uh, it looks like a pretty amazing place. Yep. All right, we'll get into this and more next here on Real Golf Radio. The new Chrome Soft is better from tee to green. To maximize control, you need a ball with a soft, thin cover. Chrome Soft has a Tour Urethane cover, which feels incredible. Under the cover is the mantle. The guys in R&D at Callaway have tuned this layer to produce a more penetrating ball flight from 50 to 125 yards. Distance control in the scoring zone is everything. More control means more birdies. And I like birdies. This is the dual soft fast core. So what does it do? 
It produces ultra-low spin off the driver for incredibly fast ball speed. Yet the core is still soft enough for you to compress the ball off the long irons. It's extremely soft and extremely fast. That's the secret behind Chrome Soft. The new Chrome Soft from Callaway. It's the ball that changed the ball. The difference between tour pros and regular golfers is, well, pretty much everything. But when it comes to putting, the best players in the world generate top spin at impact. Most of us do not. The new O-Works Micro Hinge Insert from Odyssey dramatically generates top spin at impact regardless of the putting stroke. Top spin is what gets the ball rolling on its intended line. The Micro Hinge Insert is a new way to roll. The new O-Works Micro Hinge Insert from Odyssey is in stores now. Go to odysseygolf.com to learn more. Golf course superintendents are the unsung heroes of our great game. Due to the game's efforts, we now have turf that needs less water, courses that are more sustainable, with many now offering natural wildlife habitats. From the days of old Tom Morris, golf course superintendents have given golfers a reason to love this great game. But don't take my word for it. Jack Nicholas agrees. If you love golf like I do, thank a golf course superintendent. A message from the Golf Course Superintendents Association of America and local superintendents everywhere. Callaway's transformative jailbreak technology created an epic shift in ball speed and performance. In fact, it made them the number one driver in golf. Now it's the fairway wood's turn. The new Rogue Fairway is the world's first fairway wood with jailbreak technology. And, of course, every Rogue Fairway comes equipped with Callaway's legendary 360 face cups, making Rogue the most powerful fairway wood Callaway has ever created. Get the distance on the new Rogue Fairway at CallawayGolf.com. Go Rogue with Callaway, the number one fairway woods in golf. The first tee can teach young people how to hit a driver or how to stop a ball out of a bunker. But true success is measured by how well they perform off the golf course, by how well they use values like confidence, My name is Kyla. perseverance, and integrity hey. in their daily lives. The first tee helps young men and women become better golfers, but even more important, better people. Get involved. Visit thefirsttee.org. Now back to Real Golf Radio with Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks for joining us. This segment brought to you by Callaway Golf, the number one driver in golf. Uh, be sure to uh, check out CallawayGolf.com slash gift guide for your holiday gift guide. Still plenty of time to jump online and order up uh, one of those uh, favorite Callaway items. I think there's maybe a couple of days left still where you can get free customization and personalization Giddy of up. your Chrome Soft or Chrome Soft X, which is a very nice gift. Mm-hmm. Um, put World's Best Dad or whatever you want to put on there. No, don't put that. Put something more creative than that. <laughs> World's Best Boss. I mean, something like that. Yeah. So anyway, you can check that out. CallawayGolf.com slash gift guide uh, for all the details there. And uh, we, we kind of left off talking about uh, some of the uh, events that are taking place, the silly season, that type of thing. You mentioned President's Cup as well. Tiger yep. making a visit and kind of getting President's Cup in the news, things like that. He leaves right from Hero and heads over to Australia. Australia. Takes some Australia. Yeah. <laughs> if it's got an A on it, you put an R sound. R. If it's got an R on it, the end of it, you make an A sound. Yes. Somehow that, I don't know how that all worked out. I don't out. either. 
but Australia. America. Yeah. Um, right now, your President's Cup team would look like this if the play uh, if the players were picked today based on their points: Bryson DeChambeau, Brooks Kepka, Justin Thomas, Dustin Johnson, Xander Shoffley, Tony Finau, Webb Simpson, Patrick Cantlay, Gary Wood, and Charles Howe the third round out the top ten. Um, Ricky Fowler and Bubba Watson uh, are 11 and 12. And then Patrick Reed, Matt Kuchar, Billy Horschel, the captain, Tiger Woods at 16, Phil Mickelson at 17, Keegan Bradley, a winner again on the PGA Tour at 18, Kevin Toy at 19, and Chesson Hadley at 20. Um, absent from that list is uh, one Jordan Spieth, who currently sits 37th. So there you go. That's your President's Cup list. Yep. Now let me ask you this. Uh-huh. It's not going to be this way in a year from now when the President's Cup happens. That's right. There's a lot of golf to be played. Yes. But let's just say for a moment that you had a team of this top 12 that I mentioned. Guys that have never played team events like Xander Shoffley, uh, Patrick Cantley, mm-hmm. um, Charles Howell III. You know, you got some new guys mixed in there. You got a new, relatively new guy in Tony Fina who fared well at the Ryder Cup. Uh, you got Dustin Desham- or excuse me, Bryson DeChambeau, who is was a rookie at the Ryder Cup, so it'd be his. Well, I think did he play Presidents Cup? No, no, okay. So you got some guys in there that are mixed in. Um, Gary Woodlands, I think, has played a team event before. He's played Ryder Cup. Has he played yeah. Ryder Cup? So you got a few guys there. What, what would you think about taking that kind of a team? Well, I, I mean, so you is leave it eight or ten? Is it eight or ten? It's twelve. I understand that, but how many are guaranteed? In this one? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if they've established that exactly. It's, a, it's probably eight. I'm guessing they'll do four captain's picks like normal. Well, then, you know, it is what it you're You're dealt with what you've got with the top eight. And then it's just a matter of picking up the guys that I'm you want I'm just saying to... from this, I'm saying, what if you just take those 12 guys? And what, what do you think our team would look like? So you got no Tiger, no Phil, uh, no uh, – right now that would leave uh, Jordan off the list, which I wouldn't like that. I, I think no. Jordan plays pretty well. But point being – what would that team do? Because some of the, the arguments, if you will, or the discussion, at least, that comes out of losing Ryder Cups is, you know, maybe we need to mix things up a little bit. Yeah. Unheralded well, European players, time and time again, cup after cup, rise up and yeah, but we, play incredible we do, golf. Yeah, but we do the opposite when we play the President's Cup, so... Um, I think you uh, you just first of all you're not going to have those same twelve players, but I'm with you're, you. You're going to have a lot of youth. It's the top eight and four four uh, four captains cup or four captains picks. So you know you're going to be able to get those guys in there that you need that have experience. Guys like Jordan Spieth, uh, Tiger, if if he doesn't qualify on points, you know that he's. I think he said he in in his thing that he was going to leave it up to his vice captains to see if he can handle both responsibilities. Hmm. Um, vice captains haven't been picked yet. They haven't been, been announced yet. Um, so yeah, I, you know, I think it's good that you get some new blood in there um, with the young guys. Cause that helps them, helps some guys for like the Ryder cup or whatever, but it's still, it's a different animal. It's a different beast Ryder cup to president's cup because we're where we used to be 
with the Ryder Cup, now with the President's Cup, um, and and we want to get what we're what we've got now with the President's Cup back to the Ryder Cup again. Um, so it's it's gonna it'll be interesting to see how it all shakes out, but it's not far away. It's less than twelve months away. So for President's Cup, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what, what's your what's your suspicion right now? Would you suspect that Tigers is playing on that team? I, I yeah I, I do I think I think he'll play his way on. I mean that's the biggest shocker of this last year was Tiger getting his 80th win on the PGA Tour and finishing the way he did and going from number basically 1200 in the world all the way up to cracking the top 20 in the world, um, top 15 in the world, um, and uh, pretty pretty crazy. And then see him like. Like we saw at the Tour Championship, win a golf tournament, um, and you know now it's now it's okay. You're going to continue your winter ways and maybe click off another major, or that's going to be the talk now. When two years ago it was like, no, nah, it's not going to win. It's not going to be, not going to have a chance. If you're Tiger, do you want to play on the Presidents Cup? He says he does, but yeah. really, do you want? I mean. Look, he was gassed. He said uh, he said as much afterwards. He was gassed, and he's. I think he's still recovering from being gassed. He didn't. He looked like he was pretty. Yeah. Out of it at the hero. I yeah. Mean, he was really just pedestrian non, at the hero. And he looked the same way in the match. He too. did. Yeah. He kinda. just looked kind of. Yeah. Going through the motions. So my point being, if he makes a big push at it again next year, you know, can you imagine? I mean, he's looking at trying yeah. to chase down, be the FedEx Cup champ, and yeah. what all that might mean after a long, you know. And then he's got all the President's Cup duties that he's having to deal with throughout the year. And then, you know, all the way over to Australia for this sucker. Yep. Is that, I mean. I think if he plays his way on the team, he'll play. If he doesn't, I don't think he will. I think he'll say, nah. As far as captain's picks? Yeah. I, I, I would hope he wouldn't pick himself. Right. Although, if it was any other captain, you'd say, let's pick Tiger. Right. But I'm thinking, if I'm Tiger, this might be perfect, man. I'll stand on the sidelines. I'll be yep. in the golf cart. I'll right. call the shots. I'll let these young guys go get after yep. it. And the President's Cup doesn't mean the same thing as the Ryder Cup. It just exactly. doesn't. I mean, I know it, it, it's a lot in the same vein as the FedEx Cup. And the FedEx Cup is is exciting. It's uh, lucrative. It's uh, fun. And, and it's... And it's huge for a career, and it's fun to watch. It's it's legit. Yeah. I'm I'm yeah. on board with the FedEx Cup. I'm not, but I'm there. But it's not the Masters. It's not the Claret Jug. Right. There's there are traditions and things in golf that are always going to be what they are, and the new stuff is going to be what it is, if you will. I know that was really kind of the is it is what it is kind of mm-hmm. speech, but my point being, the President's Cup is never going to be the Ryder Cup. And one of the challenges with that is, is it's just not that competitive, you know. I mean, the the U.S. team just waltzes through this thing like it's nothing. Yeah. And it's okay that the European team does that to us in the Ryder Cup, because the Americans are supposed to be the favorites. And so when the underdogs are repeatedly taking down the big dog, if you will. Yep. It's it fires up the fan base of the big dog and in, it in, in, uh, emboldens the fans of the underdog and it, that makes for a compelling, you know, event. It's going to be interesting to see who they pick for the Ryder Cup captain. I think it's Steve Stricker. It's Wisconsin. I think it's yeah. like over and done with. Yeah. And then, you know, 
Probably Sergio. Could be. Yeah. I don't know. It'll be interesting. Yep. So, but point being is, I I just I think Tiger might be like, eh, you guys go handle this one. I'm going to be the captain. I'll yeah. enjoy being the captain. Unless he plays his way on the team. That's my opinion. I don't think he'll bow out. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, more real golf next. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800 Once again, that's 800 Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable. And save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. 
And this segment brought to you in part by Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. Check out odysseygolf.com. And I'll tell you what, if you really want to hook up your uh, golfer in your life. Yeah. I know go where out, you're going. Go out to the garage. I have Thule, have a Toulon the custom garage. putter That's made right. for him. That's right. Ooh. I knew you were going putters. Mm. Yeah. I knew you were going putters. Hey, there's another event being played this week on the European Tour. It's the uh, um, South African Open. It's now their wraparound season, like the PGA Tour's wraparound season. They're starting their 18-19 um, season. Louis Oosthuizen is leading by three shots over Matt Wallace and uh, Ernie Els, who was just in Australia with Tiger. He's back in South I'm Africa. I'm already impressed that you've, made, under par. you've listed two names that I know. Can you list another name I might know? Um, Charles Schwartzel. Mm. He's at 11 under par, three okay. shots back. Okay. Yeah. Masters champion. Who else you got? Brandon Grace at eight under par as well. Uh, a guy that I thought would have won a major by now based yeah. on the way the South Africans were ticking yeah. him off and and one at a time. Okay. Who else you got? Um, not very many else, but a lot of guys from South Africa Come on, one more name playing. that I know. Come on. One more you know. Come on. Um, oh, oh, man. Really? Three? Don't have it. That's it? Three names? Don't have it. Louis, Ernie, and Brandon Grace. Yeah. That's all we can. Schwartz. And that's Charles. four. That's four. I, I got four. You got four? Yeah. Can you give me five? Do I hear five? <laughs> Do I hear five? Come on. Five names that are that are headlining South Africa. Gary Player's there. Come on. He's there somewhere. There's three Americans playing. Do I know who they are? No. Just try me. Who you got? Okay. There is Kurt Katayama. He's at seven under par. You're right. Don't know that guy. Um, Jaron Todd. He's at four under par. I don't know that guy. And John Caitlin. He's at plus one. No. no. I don't know him either. John Caitlin. No. I was thinking of Caitlin, someone else. Okay. Uh, Caitlyn Jenner. No? <laughs> Why would you bring that name into it? He said Caitlyn. John Caitlyn. I'm trying to associate so that you So your first association with Caitlyn is her. Um, I mean him. I mean whatever. Wait, which one? <laughs> oh, Sorry, John wow. Caitlyn. Sorry about that. John, all fans of John Caitlyn, I apologize. Yeah. We'll find out who John Caitlin is, and we will tell you about John Caitlin before the show is over. Because <laughs> I know you're anxious. John Caitlin. Hey, man, you got to go over. You get a start in South Africa. Uh, you got a European tour start, and you got to go to South Africa. You do it, man. Nice yeah, job. That's why. Get after it. Get going. So, <clears throat> all right. Um, so, John Caitlin is ranked 121st in the Fisher World Golf <laughs> Rankings. Hey, that's nothing to sneeze at. Top sure. 125 in the world? Yeah. Get her done, man. Yeah. He's played. Uh, hey, I said by the end of the show you're going to break the suspense already. All right, yeah. hit me up. Yeah, it's good. He's played uh, five events on the European Tour. Where did he play college? Um, I don't know that it. Let me see. Da, 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 da. Wow, this just is riveting. Stop. John Caitlin. You just go on. I'll find out where he played John college. John Caitlin morning show here. Doesn't say on Real Golf Radio. Does not say where okay. he played college. He's a new player on the European Tour. Okay. Well, look, that's not a bad way to go. No. We've seen other guys do it. Yeah. This guy's got three major championships to his name already. Yeah. Brooks Kepka. Two U.S. Opens and a PGA. Oh, incidentally, PGA of America is moving from... Yeah, what do you make of that? 
From Palm Beach Gardens to Frisco, Texas. I, yeah. I I know they've got a big facility there, a couple golf courses. They're going to be right on site. Now it's going to be kind of their nice big home. But uh, it, you kind of think of... They used to be in West Palm. That's yeah. where they're moving. Yeah. So, I mean, you think of that. Florida's sort of the home base, right, for golf, you know, sort of companies, headquarters, yeah. that type of thing. So, Texas, interesting. Yeah. I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see what they do or why... or. Maybe for it to come out, why they've moved to Texas, but I don't know. I don't think it really matters. No, it doesn't. I mean, it yeah. doesn't matter to me. I, but just kind of interesting. Interesting note for sure. Um, the the Hero World Challenge. Uh, let's let's talk about that for a minute. Uh, we we talked about the match, and we can get back to that a little bit too. But uh, Tiger finishing nearly last. Yes. In in that event, uh, he had the triple hit <laughs> that was it wasn't penalized for. Yeah, one of those. Hey, we're looking the other way on this kind of thing because you know. Um, but you know, regardless, that that was an interesting discussion. So the rule is is that if you, you can't see it with the naked eye, you can't use slow mo, high def. You know. Well, you can anyway. Video, right? That's the rule. Right. Yeah, you can't you can't use that. Right, that that well, that went out this last year. That's right. That's yep. what I'm saying. Yep. But when shown the video, Tiger's like, "Yeah, I think I hit it twice or three times." <laughs> but it doesn't matter that he admitted it because you couldn't see it at the time, and so the rule it was it was yeah. already over. Yeah. Some exactly. people had a big issue with that, but um, I guess in the moment, if he thought he double hit it and said he double hit it, then that would it wouldn't have mattered. But it was after, and he didn't realize it till after he watched the video or what have you. And look, uh, in that kind of a deal. You only got that many players. Tiger's the host. A lot of people flew all the way to the Bahamas to watch Tiger play. It's probably something you don't want to disqualify the guy for. But right. others would argue that, hey, look, man, you got world ranking points on the line. And you double hit it and you don't, you know. Yeah. I don't I don't know that it would have been a DQ anyway unless he had already signed the card. And... Right. I mean, they saw it happening right there on supposedly on on uh, on the broadcast so but there wasn't there wasn't any way to know or prove or whatever so it is what it is it's like it's like you know you got 144 guys playing in, in a golf tournament you got the guys on television that you're watching and you see a rules infraction and they can be they can be penalized because of it but on the other on the other end if a guy's you know in his first or second year on tour, he's not playing on television like the other guys are. And if something happens and it's not picked up, yeah, it's not, it's not penalized. So it so is it, what it is. Yeah. 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 It happens. Do you chalk up to what you saw at a tiger? Um, didn't, wasn't particularly sharp at the match. Yeah. Wasn't very sharp. At I think tournament. it's just fatigue. I think it's just Still, the end of the year. Yeah. Still, you got all those events that he played. Then you've got the Ryder Cup that he comes into. I think it's, I think it's just still fatigue. You know, he he taking time off after the Ryder Cup. You know, not gearing up for the match a little bit, but nah. You know, it's it's the match. You know, like he said, I've been in his head all his, these last twenty years, <laughs> and you know, he's basically drilled him every time he's played him except for maybe one or two times. Um, like Boyd Summers Hayes said when 
we talked in hour one, more beneficial for for Phil. Phil was more up for it than probably Tiger was, type of thing. Then Tiger's got the Hero World Challenge. Phil wasn't in, so he didn't play. Um, Tiger plays that event. Then he's got to go to Australia. You know, he's flying private, of course, all that kind of thing. But still, yeah, I think he's pretty worn out, and we won't see him till probably Farmers. Yeah, I would expect that's when we'll see him. So. Tory Pines. Yep, Tory like Pines. It, with what we've seen and the expect, what what kind of expectations do you have for Tiger? I mean, realistically, right? I mean, he's not. Pain. No, I'm just teasing. <laughs> he's not. He's not getting any younger. No. Uh, he, he certainly seemed. He was trending. I mean, if you don't want to, if you yep. want to say trending, you're if you're graphing what we saw out of Tiger last year, it was uh, remarkable because there were zero expectations right. really going into was, the year. He was on a he was on a steady rise the whole year long. Yeah, and he, culminating I, in the win. Perfect. Exactly. And so now what? I mean, well, it's like I said. It, it's like I said at the end of the first hour. I think I think Tiger is at a point right now where you're not going to see him continual. You're not going to see a continual rise and get to the top and just maintain it, maintain it, maintain it, maintain it across the across the board, like he did. Okay. I think you're going to see ebbs and flows in Tiger's the rest of Tiger's career going forward. You're going to see him get get up to those high points, win golf tournaments, maybe win a major championship. Um, then you're going to see the the downtime or the off time where he's not just quite sharp enough to, you know, he'll be there but not sharp enough to win. We saw a lot. Of, he had a lot of opportunities to win this year. Yeah. But I think I think we'll see that. But it's not going to be like five, six, seven, eight win seasons like we used to see. Jack Nicholas wasn't exactly dominating the PGA Tour in 1986. No, no. And he won the Masters. Yeah. So that's what you're talking about, right? Exactly. The guy is... is not, the, and it's not lightning in a bottle. Because he's got the resume. Exactly. It's not It's not that. It's that... It just all comes together. He's, he has a... He's going he's gonna, to he's gonna gear his schedule around peaking at the correct times that are going to benefit him whether it's World Golf Championships, you know, because limited fields, um, any of the limited fields events, um, and major championships. So. Well, um, I, I don't, I do, I do, th- I can see him jumping out and winning a tournament again. I can see him, you know, Potentially getting a major championship, as yeah. you said, the way he, he's 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 at least shown that that old Tiger's in there. I think it's going to be hard for him to be able to do that for four rounds. Um, he's going after Sam Snead. That's who he's sure. going after. He's got to get to eighty-two. Yeah, I mean he's, he's got to get to eighty-two, eighty-three. I still think Jack's major championship record is well intact. Yeah, but I yeah. could be wrong. All right, stay tuned. More uh, Real Golf Radio next. we get into the match. So you've thought about LASIK surgery, but you're hesitant. I get it. It's your eyes, and while it's a hassle to deal with contacts and glasses, the thought of a laser in your eye sounds painful and scary. Well, let me tell you, I had the same feelings until I went to Hoops Vision for my free evaluation. I was super impressed with the time they spent, and they put all my concerns to rest. I left excited and confident knowing that I was in the best hands with the latest technology. The day of the surgery was easy. No pain, comfortable massage chairs, and warm chocolate chip cookies to help me relax. And then the miracle. Within a few minutes, I could see. 
It's an amazing feeling, and now I can see where my golf ball goes, and I enjoy wearing sunglasses and not dealing with contacts that dry up out in the sun and the wind. It's why major champions like Mike Weir chose Hoops Vision. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with new techniques such as smile and camera, there are more options than ever before. Visit HoopsVision.com today and schedule your free consultation. Mention Real Golf Radio, and you could save $1,000 off your procedure. More choices, more experience, better vision at Hoops Vision. And here's Ricky on 12. What a comeback it's been for him today. Pin placement is a little tricky. We're seeing something... uh... Something is getting closer. Holy. What the? And that'll cost him. It can be dangerous to drive while distracted. Yet at any daytime moment, almost 660,000 drivers across the country are using electronic devices while they drive. Join me and commit to always driving distraction-free. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. You can tell a lot about a golfer by the way he sets his hands on the club. Is he squeezing the life out of it? Or is it like he's cradling a newborn baby? Holding it light so he can feel the club head eliminates tension, increases swing speed, and improves accuracy. These are the things our grips promote. Because the secret to golf isn't how you put your hands on the club, it's the way you put your hands on a wind grip. Win, play your best golf. When Callaway first equipped their drivers with jailbreak technology, they completely changed the game. A new bar for ball speed had been set, and golfers everywhere started to take notice. So what, you think they were just going to call it a day? Not a chance. Nope, they took their most epic technology and went rogue. The new rogue driver has taken jailbreak distance and made it more forgiving than ever. The new jailbreak bars are lighter and stronger, which allows rogue to redistribute its weight throughout the head. When you have a reshaped, more forgiving head, well, you get more forgiveness. Forgiveness you didn't even think was possible out of a driver that fast. No more playing it safe, folks. Tight fairway? Bomb it anyway. Water in play? Clear it. That's the power of the jailbreak effect. And that's why Callaway is the number one driver in golf. You're either playing it or you're leaving yards on the table. Go rogue with Callaway. Get the details now at CallawayGolf.com. Callaway, the number one driver in golf. You're listening to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper, talking golf since Jordan Spieth was in first grade. You started it. That's real golf radio. All right, welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks for joining us. So we spent some time looking at this 1986 season, which is kind of interesting on the PGA Tour. Of course, Jack jumps out and wins the Masters, as we all know. He won a, 64 in the final round. He won $144,000 for that, by the way. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> um, which the Panasonic Las Vegas Invitational, won by Greg Norman a month later. Yeah. He got 207000 for that. There you go. Imagine getting, that was the highest paycheck that year. Right. And uh, even the Vantage Championship was 180000 huh. So the Masters was... It was, as far as majors are concerned, it was the highest paying major. Yeah. But not the highest paying tour event. That's interesting, huh? So, anyway, here's the guys that were winning in 86. I mean, right out the gate, you got guys like Calvin Pete won a couple of times. Uh-huh. Uh, Hal Sutton won a few times. Fuzzy won a couple times. Bob Tway won a couple times. Um, 
Dan, Dan Forsman, Sandy Lyle, uh, Curtis Strange, Greg Norman won three or four times, Raymond Floyd. Uh, so you got. That's right. During Norman's heyday, he was like number one in the world at that point in time, wasn't he? In the 80s. Had to be pretty close to that, yeah. Um, Paven, Mark Kalkovecchia was a young guy, and he here he is winning out there on the PGA Tour. So uh, Ben Crenshaw with a couple of wins. So you you got really established champions, guys that would go on to continue to be you know Hall of Famers, things of that nature. Those guys are all winning PGA Tour events that year. Right. And then Jack Nicholas jumps out and surprises everybody and wins the Masters. The other major winners, Raymond Floyd picked up the U.S. Open, Shinnecock. Greg Norman won the British Open. Bob Tway won the PGA Championship. So Yeah, he holds it out of the bunker on the 72nd hole. What course was that? It says it's in Ohio. I'm not Inverness. Sure. Oh, okay. So, 1986. Who, who started the year out number one in the world? I don't know. Bernard Longer. And that guy's still going. Seve Seve took over in April of 86, and Greg Norman took over in September of 86. So Norman and Seve were both right there at the peak of their game. Seve took it back in 87. Norman took it back in 87 later. And Nicholas is the guy that jumps up there and and wins the Masters. So that's what I'm saying. When you look at all those, there was a lot of great players in there that were at the peak of their career and some that were up and coming and things like that. So if that's the landscape of today's PGA Tour. Yes. 2019. Okay, I would expect if we run down the, the list of, of of winners for the 2019, you're going to see, you know, guys like Justin Thomas, you know, probably Ricky Fowler gets one, Bubba Watson gets one. You know, Jordan Spieth jumps back in and gets one. You know, Brooks Kepka is going to win a tournament or two. You know, Bryson DeChambeau is going to pop one in there. Xander Shoffley is going to win one. Tony's probably going to jump up and get one. So you're going to start seeing these guys, right? And then you'll see some some uh, other guys that are going to sneak in and get first-time wins. You're going to have comeback wins. You're going to have all these kinds of things, right? Mm-hmm. Are you going to see a Tiger Woods sure. snatch a major away from those guys yeah. in that era? Yeah, I think so. Justin Rose. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of guys that are you would expect that are their games are better than what Tiger Woods' game is right now. Correct. Correct. They're healthier, they're younger, they're sharper, and yet Tiger's still Tiger. And yeah. that when that comes together all in for four days for an entire week, really. Mm-hmm. You know, we talked about this a long time ago when Tiger was in his heyday. Tiger could win with his B or C game. He can't win with his B or C game now because of his age and that kind of thing. Tiger, in order for him to win a major, he's going to have to have his A game to play, to compete, and to win a major. As currently constituted. As currently constituted. Which is probably his B or C game from 2000, right? Probably his B game, I would think. Yeah. But for him to... He has to be firing on all cylinders if he wants to win another major. Okay? He's, what, 42 now? He's going to, let's see, he'll be... 43, maybe? He'll be 42. He's coming up on his birthday here in a couple weeks. So, um... 43. I think he'll be 43. You know, he's got, uh, let's say seven. Seven years. Let's say six years. He's got another 15 to 18 majors 
to pick off a couple. Or at least to pick off another one. So Yeah, he'll be forty three in December yep. at the end of the month. Yep. So it's uh I still think being healthy for long enough to win another major is a big if. It's a big question mark. Because, I mean, the guy's – just because he's got that one particular back thing that's working now. Right. I mean, we've seen a host of issues physically for sure. him over the years, sure. right? Yep. I mean, when's the knee going to give out again? Yeah. You know, we had Achilles pop up for a while. I mean, yeah. there's – there's 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 still think, things that can Yeah. I'm not wishing anything no, on them no, no, by no. the way. I'm just saying as you're predicting and you're prognosticating and you're we're all hopeful. I'm not meaning you, but as as people right. are, you have to you have to consider that Tiger has been injury prone. There's no there's no two ways about it. Yeah. Goes way back when. We'll see how we'll see how healthy he can be, you know, down the line. Uh, but all of that aside, Hey, I'm the first one, and I said this before. Tiger jumps back and wins again and gets another major. I'm, I'm I want to be there to watch that, and yep. and I think that it's one of the great thrills of my sports life that I've been able to watch Tiger throughout his career. Yes, and do this show and be able to be up up close and, and personal in a lot of ways of, as when Tiger wins. I mean, we've got a little picture of us right here on the back wall of our studio. You know, Tiger winning his fourth major championship, fourth Masters. Masters. I mean, his fourth yep. Green Jacket. Yep. We're in the picture right behind him. We're right there. I mean, it was pretty cool to be able to be a part of that. And big fan of what Tiger has been able to do on the golf course. And hopefully, hopefully it's this, you know, I always said it it just doesn't seem right that the story ends that way. Yeah. And now there's a new chapter open that's got a tour championship and win number 80. Pretty cool stuff. Yeah. History again. Every time Tiger wins, it's more history. Yeah. And uh, to see him. And eclipse... two and two years ago, like we said, two years ago, we would have said, "No, nah, he's done. He's never going to win again." A year ago. A year ago. <laughs> I would have said that. Yeah. It's amazing how this the he flipped the script. All right. So that, so anyway, we'll we'll see. It'll be we'll spend quite a bit of time looking forward to 2019 here um, in as we get into 2019 in those first few shows. Let me ask you about the match and going back to this. Um, Tiger and Phil, and, and this kind of dovetails into what we were just talking about. A lot of the criticism has been about the match is that Tiger and Phil are, are past their prime. To me, that's a dumb argument because we used to love watching the Shell's wonderful world of golf, and those guys were all sort of past their prime, if you will. But mm-hmm. they're legends of the game. They're big names. They're guys that we've you know, grown up watching, and they're now going to go head-to-head in a match. I mean, if you, if you just said, I mean, people do this all the time, what's your dream foursome? Well, the Dream Foursome isn't the current two best players in, that are hottest players in the world. Right. Most people's Dream Foursome would include the icons of the game. Right. So now you put two icons of the game head-to-head in a match, and you're going to mic them up and listen to what they have to say? You know, I'm all in. And then they bring all the other guys around it and Samuel L. Jackson doing his thing and all that. I mean, he and Charles. Barkley, I, look, they, you know, look, it was all a lot of contrived stuff, but it was fun. And and the the point of it is is that they were all there celebrating the game of golf and I and for that I look that would have never happened 20 years ago. Right. Those guys could have they could not have cared less about golf, and Tiger has brought that attention and popularity to the game today. And you've got Justin Verlander who's out there tweeting that he want you know he and he wants a piece of Barkley and they're all doing you know they're having they're having fun with it and I so. 
again, my here's where I came from. I was on a cruise ship, so I wasn't watching it live, but I had a, I had bought the package and recorded right. it on my dish. Right. Came home and watched it, but I'd already li- read all the tweets. I knew what lost happened. The end. You lost the end of the match, too, didn't you? I didn't get to see the full end of it, yeah. yeah. But I was expecting it to just be terrible. And, you know, everyone was saying, oh, this breathing and... You know, they're talking over. And, I mean, there's just... <laughs> Huffing the, and puffing. The golf is, is awful. Uh, These guys are playing bad. Barkley says he could beat them. I mean, I'm, I'm listening to all this stuff. And I actually thought it was pretty compelling. The guys hit... Yeah, they they, they weren't as sharp as that they may have could have been. But it's... I still thought it was fun. I thought some of the things that they talked about, some of the interviews... And I'll tell you what, I think this is the kind of thing that can change the game of golf and the way we watch it. The way Arnold Palmer changed broadcasting the game of golf, Tiger took it to another level. This type of thing, I think, could be more of the future. We're already hearing more and more mic'd up conversations. I mean, how many how yeah. much did we hear Jordan and Michael Grell are talking during the oh yeah, you know, the major championships and things yep. like that. You're going I think more of this makes it more compelling to watch because you can get an insight as to what they're talking about and the things that's going through their minds as they prepare for different situations, and then you can use that and apply it and find it interesting as you go out and play your own game. Like I said in the first hour. I don't care what they're saying in the huddle of a football game. I'm not going to be in the huddle of a football game. No. What I But I am going to be on the golf course. I'm going to be in a match. I'm going to be playing somebody. I'm going to be in an event. I, I want to know. I'm going to be in certain scenarios. How do they? How are the best players in the world approaching it in real time? Right. What's not their, what they what's tell their the dialogue? What's their discussion? Yeah. yeah. What are yeah. they actually talking about and thinking about in the middle yeah. of it? Yeah. And to me, that is pretty some some pretty compelling stuff that I think people would tune in you to know, watch. You know, it was other the other thing that was interesting about this, which hasn't been talked about, is how they kept cutting to um, the guy with the betting odds based on things that were happening, and and that I I think we we maybe have got a little glimpse into what um it's going to look like going forward. With with betting on golf and that kind of thing, which which is all going to become the game, all part of the game of sport in the future. So an insight into the the, yeah. the, the degenerates that are out there yeah, gambling exactly. on every single little yeah. thing, blowing money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which I thought was kind of interesting, a little bit. You know, you yeah, how how people were considering now who's the favorite to win and. All that kind of thing, and who's I don't know know. how you go through that and bet on the holes. So I I, again, Shadow Creek. By the way, Shadow Creek was beautiful, and it was a great Uh, venue for all that, right? Yeah, I had not seen it before, so that was kind of fun for me to be able to see Shadow Creek. But it's not a big property, Shadow Creek. It's a little more contrived and a little bit tighter. I mean, the holes run side by side and around each other, and all that kind of stuff. It's not like a two hundred and fifty or three hundred acre property where it's sprawling well, in that a kind PGA of thing. Championship no. there. I get no, no, it, but no, no. Point being, I don't know how you could sit down unless you really knew that golf course and bet on each hole of who's going to win. Who do you yeah. think has an advantage here, Tiger or Phil, in this hole? Right. That was in, that was interesting that they the way guys bet. Oh, we're going to call this a half. Right. You know, Pat Perez would jump in and say, "Yeah, this is going to be half all the way." I mean, there's neither one of them are going to make birdie here. So or or right. know, they're both going to make birdie right. here or something. Right. So it's that, that part was interesting. You and I have sat at major championships and tour events, and we've listened to guys in the, in the sitting in the bleachers, and they bet yep. on every putt, right? Yep. They bet on guys to hit the green. They bet on this. They bet on that. And they're, they're sitting there changing money all the time. You yeah. know? This was a little more sophisticated and a little bigger dollars. And 
Um, I also was it, – it's also pretty overwhelming and somewhat surreal that these guys are betting closest to the hole for a couple hundred, three hundred thousand yeah. dollars $300,000. Oh, my gosh. That just tells you what kind of another stratosphere that these guys live in, right? Yeah. Tiger, Tiger wanting Phil to take some action and Phil wanting the odds. Yeah. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. Little things like that. Yeah. And side sauce. We got yeah, side, side sauce. sauce. Yeah. Good stuff. All right. Uh, we'll wrap up the show next. Thanks for joining us. You're listening to Brian and Bob here on Real Golf Radio. Hi, Rick Tittle here. You may know me as the sports talk host that I can talk about all sports. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, rollerball. But this time I'm here to talk about pain. If you have pain in your knee or your back like I do, then you should know about the Health Alert Hotline. If Medicare is your primary insurance, then you could qualify for a back or knee brace at little or no charge. I have an old injury from my football playing days. And anything that can help take that pain away and make it more manageable, that has my attention. I love the free delivery, and they take care of the paperwork for you. So if you have Medicare and need help for back, ankle, knee, or shoulder pain, please call the Health Alert Hotline at 800-428-1570. That's 800-428-1570. Agents are standing by 24-7, so go ahead and call now, 800-428-1570. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003-800-485-6003-800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. 
All right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks for joining us. We've had some fun today. Uh, look, uh, my, my final thoughts on this. I, I know there's a lot of negativity. People like to be a critic. People like to criticize. There's a lot of things that didn't go perfectly about it, but it's live television, man. It's a live match. Yeah. And uh, two icons of the game got together. They had an event. A bunch of celebrities came out to celebrate it and uh, participate and be involved. And and I thought it was fun. Mic up. Mic these guys up. Uh, let's let's get a little more insight into what these guys are doing. I I think to, to me it's it's uh, it's compelling. I, I think there's um, the the coaches' interviews at halftime of basketball games or at the end of quarters in the NBA are they're they're dumb. They're stupid. Nope. They say this. You ask a question, they say nothing. Uh, you actually got something out of watching this. And as slow as it was at times, and as clumsy as it was at times in the execution. I like it, and I hope they continue to develop this into an event that, yeah. whether it's always Tiger and Phil or other other yeah. people that are getting involved, I hope it's something that can continue. I, I think it's something I'd support. Yeah, I wish it. Uh, I wish it would have been more, a little bit more exciting with more birdies and eagles and stuff like that. Just set up the golf course a little bit different, make the the, the greens a little bit more receptive, and not re- the ball not releasing away from the hole and that kind of thing. I think it would would have been a little bit more more compelling that way. So. Um, but Showcase otherwise, the players a little more yeah, than the golf course. Yeah, exactly. Probably, yeah. yeah. Also, Web.com Tour Finals is in full swing right now. Two, Q two, two rounds. Finals? Q School Finals. Norman Jong from the United States. He's leading at 16 under par over Jamie Arnold, who's at 15. And some changes in store for the PGA Tour and Tour School qualifying options, uh, opportunities for collegiate players to come right out of college again. So we'll get into a little bit more next week, yeah. Yeah, get back uh, on the PGA Tour. And also look at top stories from 2018 next week as well. Thanks for joining us. For Dave and Bob, I'm Brian. We'll see you. Thanks for listening to Brian and Bob on Real Golf Radio. Join us on Twitter at Real Golf or on our website at realgolfradio.com. It's been real.